0: To the Feed You Podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello, and welcome to the Feed You Podcast. I am so grateful you're here. And I appreciate you tuning in. So we are heading into our second year. That's pretty exciting because we just ended, um, just had our one year anniversary last week for the Feed You podcast. And so if you're just tuning in, I highly recommend you going back and listening to some of the previous episodes. There's a lot of wisdom there. And um, I'm looking forward to another year of more wisdom, more sharing and more learning and growing. So this is the podcast to feed you and feed your business. And this week we are talking about feeding you, because if you don't feed yourself and your cup is empty, there is no way to feed your business. So that brought on today's topic, which is all about creating an internal reboot uh, in order to propel your business forward. And so that's what I'm gonna talk about. Um, I do this regularly. It, I would say it's probably once a month that I sit down and reboot where i am um and i had a phone call this morning with a friend i have a couple accountability partners and um one of my accountability partners uh we we talk every monday morning and so i'm actually recording this on a monday um and i said i usually have to have a breakdown so i can a breakthrough and so if you're an entrepreneur you can probably relate to that um you've got to have a breakdown so you can have a breakthrough however i have noticed if i do a little bit of an internal reboot and give my time to myself some time to reconnect to, you know, what I'm doing, why I'm doing it, how I'm doing it, that I can avoid those breakdowns or they're not quite as stressful. So that's what we're going to talk about today. I'm going to give you, um, some tips on, you know, why you need to reboot. What is a reboot? What does it look like? um, and then some tips to actually do that reboot so that it's effective. So before we jump in, let's take a minute and hear from our sponsor. One of the biggest frustrations I hear from business owners on a regular basis is I need more clients and I get it. Every business struggles with getting new clients until you know how to do it. The problem is, is you spend your time networking and going to events and making phone calls that don't go anywhere. You're out trying to attract people to you when there is a much easier way. Growing your email list is so important because it fills your list with potential clients who actually wanna hear from you. And it gives you the ability to reach out to them on a regular basis and share what you have to offer. To grow your email list, you've got to have a great free download. Sign up for our free newsletter isn't working anymore. You've gotta create a download that piques their interest, gets them to take action, and adds them to your list. Sounds easy, right? Of course it's not easy. That's exactly why I created my new free training to help you create an awesome free download. You can sign up at elisaconnorcom forward slash create my freebie. This live training is gonna present the five easy steps that I've used with my clients to help them go from hot mess marketing to growing an email list that they consistently get sales from. So you don't want to miss this training. Head on over to alisaconnorcom forward slash create my freebie and sign up today. I'll see you inside. So let's hop into the power of an internal reboot, and that can seem like you know I have a lot I don't I wouldn't say I have a lot but I do have some um, scientific listeners out there that are kind of like ah, I don't know about this woo woo um, this woo woo stuff that Elisa gets off um, on tangent with but I'm telling you. Um, scientific or not, this is stuff that is, especially this rebooting, um, it's actually scientifically proven, and I'm going to get to that in just a second. But it is worth worth the listen and worth the try to at least see. I always I always say, just try it. Um, try it on, like a new pair of pants, and if you don't like the way the pants fit, then you never have to wear them again. You can take them off and put them in the closet and skip the episodes that are... Um, not in relation to, you know, what you think or how you believe, but I really, there's power in this. There's power in listening to our um, internal guidance and you can label that however you want to. It can be God. It can be divine power. It could be um, your higher power. It could be whatever you want to call it. Um, But tuning into that makes your life run so much more smoothly. And that is, it works the same for your business. So before recording this episode, I actually did a little bit of research for my scientific um, audience members. And what I ran across was that Leeds University researchers analyzed multiple studies and found that intuition is very real process where the brain uses cues and past experiences to make split second decisions that we don't even register on a conscious level. And so those decisions are being made, those beliefs, they they, they stem from our beliefs. And if we don't take the time to internally recharge, we're just going to go off of what we've always known. And it makes it really hard to create new habits, to build new belief systems and all of those things that are sometimes important when you're a entrepreneur and you're trying to grow and scale you have to push yourself out of the comfort zone in order to get to a place you've never been before and so a reboot is really that it's connecting to your intuition into those decisions and a lot of um, rebooting is just becoming aware you know why am i making the decisions that i'm making why am i um, continuing down this path is it really bringing me what i want on an internal level Um, or am I going after a goal or a specific result that really isn't in alignment with who I am and what I want out of this life. And as entrepreneurs, most, well, I'll say as entrepreneurs, mostly we are out, um, learning from other people who have tread the path before us. And so they may have goals monetarily or lifestyle, still style goals that we admire and we may take those on as our own, but they're not really what we want, but we don't take the time to sit down, evaluate, okay, I want this goal because, um, and if you aren't connecting with the why behind that, that goal may not be yours. Um, So an example that comes to mind is that um, I was in a pre, I was in a women's organization. The founder is very passionate about getting 1 million women to a million dollars. And um, she and more power to her, you know, I I think that's a great goal. However, I think there are people in her audience that once she said that they made that their goal. And then after talking to them, they're like, that's really not going to make me happy. That's not really why I want to aim for what I want to aim for in my business. And so it's really important that you tune into your own internal voice and, you know, the reasoning behind why you're creating your business, what your goals are, why they're your goals um, in order to reach them. And so when you reboot, when you, you know, um, power down just like your computer and you give yourself some time to relax and not think about work, that's when you're going to have your best ideas, your best breakthroughs and the the best, um, connection to why you're doing what you're doing and who you're doing it for and why that's important and what that means in your life. Because the reality is this, we have a very short time on this planet in the scheme of things and if you have a business that you're just building because of the money in the end, it's going to feel very, very hollow and empty. Um, it's not going to bring you the satisfaction that you're longing for because you haven't built it off of that desire. You've built it off of, I just want to make money. Um, now there's, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with making money. There's actually a lot of, good you can do in the world making a lot of money and so if your goal is to make you know six or seven figures more power to you but i want your why to be bigger and deeper than that and the only way that you're going to tune into that why is if you tune in to your internal guidance voice um, divinity however you want to label that i'm going to just call it your inner wisdom on this episode so how do you know when it's time for a reboot um you may be you know, rolling along and singing a song, as my dad would say, rolling along, singing a song. Um, But at some point, if you start to feel overwhelmed, or you've got like a persistent pain in your body, um, there, you know, there's something else going on, your body will have, you'll start to feel pain in your body, when there's something out of alignment with who you are and what you're doing. And that sounds a little bit like out there, but there are proven studies that show if you have specific pain in your body, that it is related to something emotional. And that is, you know, if you're not handling your emotions, your body will start talking to you in the only way that it knows how, which is through pain. So I wanted to give you some examples of what that would look like. So for example, if you have, um, maybe like, foot problems, your feet hurt every night or um, you, your legs are swelling or you just, I don't know, a lot of times you'll have, um, I see this come up with people that they'll have plantar fasciitis and it just develops out of nowhere. Well, that's really related to your root chakra and problems with your root chakra come from feeling security, worrying about money, worrying about um, your place in the world, being ungrounded things like that and so some things you can do to ground your root chakra is you can actually go this is perfect because it's still nice out in colorado you can go walk in the grass um, put your feet on bare earth and just imagine your feet going into the ground and grounding you into the earth and the more you can do that the more grounded you feel the um i will i'm not going to guarantee but i will bet you that your symptoms will become alleviated and um handling you know, your security issues. Like what does that mean as far as what does security mean to you? And what would it look like? And actually, you know, tackling it head on with some action and some um, specific thought around it, which comes from rebooting. We're gonna, I'm gonna give you some tips about that in just a minute, but, um, and then there's always, you know, affirmations and different things you can do. Um, So one of the ones for the root chakra is I'm safe here. I trust the wisdom of my body. And so um, thinking about what that looks like and how that shows up in your life, another one that often gets blocked, um, there's a couple specifically for entrepreneurs, root, sacral, and heart chakras um, tend to get blocked, but your heart chakra is a big one. Um, I personally have struggled with this because um, I had a, big period of grief in my life where I lost three really close people to me, boom, 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 right after each other. And so of course, there's going to be heart issues around that. And you know, working consciously to unblock that. um, Because when your heart chakra is blocked, it can um, have a lot of effects, like you you don't open up to other people you always kind of keep yourself protected um people think that you're um, evasive when you're really not you're just sort of tuning into yourself um you may have problems in like saying your arms or your hands get tingly and um, things like that you might have circulatory issues you might have heart problems Um, your shoulders might hurt things like that and so That's all heart chakra related. And your body is talking to you when it's saying those things like something is up here and we understand that you're going through grief. However, you need to let that go and you need to process through it because it's hurting you when you hold on to it for too long. And so some things you can do, there's a heart um, affirmation as well. And I have a little chart that I'll share with you guys um, as a download for this episode. So you can find that at ElisaConnor.com dot com forward slash five three download um, and that will be in the show notes as well but i'll just share the affirmations and the um, chakras that they go with but the heart chakra um, affirmation to kind of align it is i deserve to be loved and i live in balance with those around me and so you know, all of the chakras have a a different meaning and I don't want to go into all of those today, but um, it's a good idea for you to tune into your body. And we're going to talk about in just a couple minutes, how you can do that with an internal reboot. And so um, some other reasons or some other ways you may know that you need to take this time for yourself and reboot is that you just keep asking for answers. Like, why is this happening? Why isn't this working? Why is, you know, because you're so focused on the solution that you're not letting the answer come to you because you have no room. There's no space for you to be open to receive an answer or to become aware of an answer that floats across your consciousness, um, that your subconscious is trying to bring to you. And so if you haven't rebooted, you haven't taken that time to, um, sit down and, connect to your internal wisdom and your internal guidance, there's no way that your subconscious, there's no way for them to talk or speak to you. Um, and so the other thing is that you, there's two, two other characteristics that could let you know that you're in need for a a reboot. And depending on the severity of these would really depend on the length of the reboot. Now, you know, sometimes you can do a reboot at your desk for 10 or 15 minutes. You can go for a quick walk. Um, but sometimes you might need to just like take off for a couple days and spend some time alone away from electronics and just kind of reconnecting to the quiet and the silence and, um, earth energy. I like to put it out there as earth energy. Um, but two more symptoms. One, uh, number four is that your emotions are highly charged. Me fly off the handle, you get angry. And I noticed this with me last week. Um, I could tell I was out of alignment. I was working on a project that, Um, really doesn't feed my passion. And um, I'm really, there are certain things that I'm really, really good at, but if I don't counterbalance that with something that I really enjoy that I'm good at, then I notice that my emotions get really cranky. Um, And I have people in my household that will bring it to my attention. Like, why are you yelling at the sink (laughs) mat? because it's because I'm internally I'm not balanced. Um, Because I am doing things outside of the zone of what makes me um, thrive. And not just comfortable, but it's it's that zone where we all know what our genius zone is. And if we step outside of that for too long, and we're pushing ourselves to do something that we really don't enjoy, that's not in that zone we know that we're, we're out of balance, and we're not giving ourselves the space or the time to be balanced. So be aware of that. Like if you're crazy in a car yelling at people on the road, it's probably because there's something out of balance, and you just need to listen to yourself. And then the final um, symptom that I'm going to talk about, this is not necessarily the final, there could be other symptoms, you just have to tune into what those would be for yourself. Because about this is all about listening to yourself and we don't take time to do that. We're in a very, very busy world. Um, So I I am encouraging you to take that time to listen to yourself so that you can reboot and start fresh and um, be open to what it is you are called to do but also what you're passionate about. So the fifth one is you feel lost in your life and you're just exhausted all the time. Um, If you're completely exhausted and you just don't have any energy or motivation or interest in what you're doing, it could be that you are out of alignment. Um and I have a couple of friends that I confide in on a regular basis that are like, yeah, you just need to go reboot cuz you're talking crazy again and um as entrepreneurs, it's very much a roller coaster that we live in. <laughs> and if you don't take this time to reboot and take care of yourself and recharge yourself, um it's very difficult to navigate that on that entrepreneur roller coaster. And so let's hop into, you know, how how do you do this? How do you reboot? And if you're listening and you're not an entrepreneur or small business owner, take heed that these are things you can do for yourself. Um but most of my listeners are uh business owners of some sort. So let's hop in. Number 1, um find and make time to be quiet. And I talked about this a little bit. So one of my regular practices is I get up early, probably about half an hour earlier than anybody else in my house, so it's dark. Um, I actually just got this really cool alarm clock that I can um, link to in the show notes. But what's cool, I think it's really cool because I'm very much a sun riser and setter. Um, I always say that I'm a farmer at heart. I don't know, like, I don't know that I'd wanna be a farmer, but I feel like they get up with the sun and they go to bed with the sun and so i found this alarm clock that actually replicates a sunrise and it'll start to get lighter um and it looks like a sun on your um nightstand but it'll start to get lighter about 10 minutes before your alarm goes off and so then you know and you can set it for longer 20 30 minutes i just have it for 10. but um it'll start to act like a sunrise and then you know right before your alarm goes off it'll be as bright as it's gonna get and even if it's dark outside, you feel like your body feels like it's rising with the sun. So if you're getting up at five or 5.30 in the morning, it's dark this time of year. And most of the year it's dark. So if you, I will actually link to my alarm clock. I got it on Amazon in the show notes. So if you guys are interested in that, but the other cool thing is that it has a sunset feature. So you can actually set it for at nighttime to slowly power down and do the opposite where it acts like a sunset. And then it has like built in, I think it has seven, different charms um and like the one i wake up to is wind chimes which to me is much more um gradual kind i don't know i'm not typically a i don't like to be blasted al- awake by an alarm and so the wind chimes are really nice and they started a little bit quiet and then they get a little bit louder but there's other ones on there there's crickets and there's i mean they're they're all nature sounds so much kinder to our subconscious and unconsciousness as we're sleeping. So I will link to that in the show notes as well. Um, And let's, so let's see what else here. So if you quiet your mind, one of the other practices that I was going to get to before I went on the tangent about my alarm clock is um, meditation. And so one of the reasons I get up early in the morning is to have that quiet time. And I use uh, an app that I've referenced many times on this podcast called Insight Timer. And I can link to that again. Um, But they have tons of free uh, meditations available. They have music, they have all meditative and you can, you know, choose something that's 10 minutes, five minutes, 11 minutes. You can use just the timer and set the time for as long as you want, but giving yourself the practice and the gift of meditation every day is really, it will change your life. Um, even if it's just starting out with five minutes to just sit and be quiet and just listen to, it's interesting when you get up early in the morning to start to listen to the world come awake. Um, and we don't do that. We don't take the time to listen to the world wake up or go to sleep. And when we do, we realize we can get out of our heads, we can get out of what we're supposed to do, that was air quotes supposed to do, and really tune into what we wanna do and what we're here to do. And so um, I encourage you to be gentle with yourself, especially as you're starting these practices, and be be kind, say kind things to yourself. as like you were speaking to your best friend If you wouldn't say those words to them, don't say them to yourself. Um, And that's very hard for us to do as human beings. We're usually very hard on ourselves. But if you're starting a meditation practice, don't beat yourself up. If you think the whole time or your brain's off, you know, building on ice cream sundae while you're supposed to be focusing on just being quiet and quieting your mind. It takes time. It takes, it's a habit. And it, it takes one moment at a time. There is no perfect, um, meditator out there I don't there there just isn't there's there's people that meditate daily and it becomes a practice because they do it but that doesn't mean that they're perfect at it I have been meditating probably for three years and maybe five three or five years it's been a while um but there are still days that I'm just like I'm all over the board and I can't get my brain to settle down and it's just being in that moment and saying okay you know what I tried today I set and I did my best I gave myself 10 minutes and today's just not going to be a day that my brain's going to cooperate and that's okay. And so um giving yourself the the power and the grace to sit down, meditate, listen to yourself, quiet your mind when you can and giving yourself the grace to know it's not going to be quiet every day. And then um when you do have thoughts while you're meditating, one of the techniques that I learned from several of the um, teachers that I follow on insight timer is, you know, if you see cloud, if you see um, thoughts in your head to just let them try to drift by like clouds, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Um, but if you can just visualize that it, it's just a thought and to let it go. Um, but that's my, my first recommendation is to just make time to just sit and be quiet. Um, and then, along with that if you can give yourself the gift of a some sort of retreat now my retreat time is this time of year um as we start to plant this you know harvest what we're doing and prepare to um, go into hibernation for winter Um, our church hosts a retreat and it's at a monastery in Colorado it doesn't matter where it is but in Colorado and it is a silent monastery meaning you can't talk in the hallways. Um, really, in your room, you're really not supposed to talk anywhere. There, and it has beautiful grounds, um, so you can go out if you're not, you know, if you're with a group of women, you're going to have conversation. But they ask that you either whisper or don't talk at all during meal times, which are in a group setting. Um, any of the public hallways, obviously, if we're, you know, at the retreat, we're in a group room, and so we can sing and do all of that there. Um, and then they ask you to be quiet on the grounds, but it's just beautiful there. Usually I'll get up early in the morning and head out. They have a couple of wood swings that overlook um, the, the mountains and the foothills and the deer will just walk right up to you. And so I had a family of deer one year that just, they were right next to me and it was just wonderful because you forget, um, we're not on this planet alone. And a lot of times it can feel like we are, which is why I encourage people to go on a retreat of some sort, where you just can step away from your life, step away from all of the decisions that you think need to be made right now. And, um, think about something other than business. And so, um, when you have that time to be quiet and you can, it's almost forced upon you, like in that environment, um, it makes it easier for you when you come back to be quiet in your mind, because you're training yourself so that's tip number one tip number two is to start trusting your gut with decisions and i do this i mean i still don't it's not perfected by any means but it's getting better and so if you just start with small decisions so um for example if you're like should i eat like for me i have a lot of weird allergies that with food and so I will trust my gut and I'll be like, okay, so um, I'm not gonna have gluten. We're just gonna see how it goes. And then I will have gluten and my gut's like, mm-hmm, no. And so if I would have listened to my internal voice when I was wanting the gluten and, was, and I had it and my inner voice was saying, don't eat the gluten. If I would have listened, it would have saved me a lot of um, frustration and bodily issues um, <coughs> the next day. So listen to those small decisions, evaluate, you know, was my gut right? Was my gut wrong? Was I really listening to my gut or was I listening to the loud voice of my consciousness? Um, and then just test it and repeat, you know, what works and what doesn't work. But once you get in tune with trusting your gut and following your intuition, which is again, you have to practice um, because we're pretty far removed as a society from trusting our internal gut. Um, but the more you trust it, it won't lead you wrong. And so as soon as you can become aware of which voice is talking, um, you can follow that voice, that voice, whenever you have a question about, you know, what direction should I go in? Who should I be helping? Where should I be going with my business? Should I do this? Should I not do this? Um, and getting in tune with that is really going to help you, uh, make decisions quicker and, uh, easier. And you will feel, um, you will feel that alignment in yourself and you won't, feel so overwhelmed and tired and exhausted and you won't have just weird pains showing up in your body. Uh, so my third tip is to feel your emotions and to actually talk to your body. Now I learned this technique from a chiropractor slash shaman friend, um, shout out to Dr. Scott, if you're listening, And he was the first one that taught me about the body emotion connection and how emotions show up in your body. And if you don't pay attention to them, they will get louder and more persistent and grow. And so he was the one that taught me to have a conversation with things in my body. So if I have pain in my hip, for example, which I often do, um, I can say, you know, all right, body, I hear you. What are you trying to tell me? And I quiet myself and listen. A little voice will tell me, you know, um, whatever it is. And it's great to do these conversations or to have these conversations during that quiet time that you set aside for yourself. Um, and then another, uh, technique to kind of let go of that pain and let go of that emotion in your body is you can go back to the, I have an episode that I did with Terry Cardula and it was last year about this time. So it was probably like episode seven or eight, I will link to that in the show notes too, but she talks about EFT, which is emotional freedom technique. And we created a chart around that, that will enable you to know what that is, but go listen to that episode. That's another way to release those emotions and let them go and get them out of your body so that you can focus on the things that do bring you joy and happiness and passion and all of those things that you're looking for. Um, so when you're actually talking to your body, you wanna ask a few questions. Um, why do I have pain here? why am I reacting to, you know, whatever that situation is the way I am and what should I be doing instead, um, to let, you know, let that emotion go and, uh, what will help me let go of that emotion and that pain. And when you ask those questions, your inner voice will speak quietly. It will not be the first one to speak. It'll be quiet and it'll be, um, gentle. And so you want to look for what that is. Um, and then when you can take action. So if your inner voice says what's going to make you happy is to make a spaghetti dinner and take a bubble bath, then you should make a spaghetti dinner and take a bubble bath. Um, and then check in again and see, you know, what's going on with that pain. Is it, has it subsided? Is it better? Is it not better? Um, and I would love for you to report back, just, you know, leave a comment over on Instagram or come to the Facebook group and check in with me over there um, just to see what happened with you. And then number four is to journal. Um, there are, if you just go on Pinterest and Google journal, journal prompts, that's a great way to get started. But if, once you journal, there's something about taking your pen and writing on a piece of paper that lets your inner guidance out. I don't, it's magical. I don't know how it works. I don't know why it works that way, but it does. And for me, if I, carry around a bunch of stuff in my head and don't journal it out it's when i get stuck it's when i start to feel overwhelmed it's when i i always say it's my 7-eleven days that i'm just going to go get a job at 7-eleven even though i know i don't mean that um but it's everybody has those days like you're just like how am i going to do this um but if you get out that piece of paper and that pen and you just start journaling about it and start writing until you don't feel like writing anymore, even if it makes no sense and it's gibberish and it, you never read it again, getting it out on paper is going to clear your mind to let you receive what you need to receive and move forward. Um, so recommendations for journaling is don't judge yourself. Um, just let it flow. Let whatever comes out, come out because it may be something that you're like, I wasn't even thinking about that. And here it is on paper. What the heck? Um, and maybe it was just something that needed to come out. Maybe it's the grocery list. I don't know, but there's something that's clogging up your brain. That's not letting you tune into what you really need to hear and getting it down on paper is going to help you. Um, and then I already said, you know, write until you feel done. And then, um, the last tip I have for you on here is to resist attaching meaning to what those words are. And I think that's kind of natural. Like we'll look at it and go, we'll either judge what we wrote or we'll um, internalize it and think, oh, well, that's why. Um, But maybe it doesn't mean anything. Maybe if we just look at it and we're like, okay, well, I wrote that and that's what it is. And now I'm going to move on. Um, Because it's not, I'm not holding on to it. It's not internalized anymore. So maybe I just needed to put it out that way because I had to put it on a piece of paper and you don't have to keep your journals you can burn them it doesn't have to be between you or anybody else just getting it down it's very powerful to put it down on a piece of paper and let it not exist between your ears anymore and so um another piece of this is Probably, i don't know that it's a step but it's an important piece of you know trying to reboot who you are we get really stuck i think as entrepreneurs in um relationship building and holding on to people in our lives that aren't necessarily the best for us um, because we think it might grow our business or we think they might have a connection for us or um, we think they might lead us to the next answer And what I have found, and I'm sure you've heard this saying before, but people are in your life for a reason, a season or a lifetime. And the people that are in your life for a lifetime are typically far and few between. Um, and so if you can look at the people that surround you right now and the ones that bring you joy and the ones that lift you up and the ones that are, um, helping you grow and, um, mold into who you're becoming and they, they usually help you feel light and joyful and hopeful and bring you energy and that kind of stuff. Those are the people you want to keep in your life. But there may be some people that, you know, they, they used to do that for you and now they don't, they kind of drag you down and they're stuck where they've been. And they always complain about the same things and they never really get anywhere. Um, and they're not moving forward and you don't necessarily agree with what, you know, decisions they're making. And you kind of take on their circus and their monkeys. And it's just draining your power. So becoming aware of those people, and it doesn't mean you have to judge them in any way, or you have to judge each other. It just means that maybe the relationship has come to a close, um, or is ending, or isn't going to look the way it looked in the past. And I used to get really caught up in this, like, oh, what's wrong with me that I don't have this whole bushel of friends that I keep, um, you know, that I'm surrounded by thirty people that I went to high school with, and. Um, Now I look at it and I'm like, you know, because those people were there for that time of my life. And they're not in my life right now because they're not meant to be. And so if you can kind of look at that and just release those people that have maybe hurt you or brought you sadness or whatever that looks like, living or not alive. um, Don't carry that energy because it's draining you their energy belongs to them and your energy belongs to you and the only energy you're responsible for is your own and so um that would be my final tip is it's okay to let people move on it's okay to grieve if they go um and to be sad about that relationship but it's it's not only okay it's necessary for you to let it go um because if you don't it just bogs you down it bogs down your Um, your whole system. It bogs down your creativity. It bogs down your ability to move forward. And a lot of times we pick up people's things that aren't ours. We pick up, you know, different emotions and goals and ideas, um, that don't really belong to us. It's not what we really want. It's what the other person wants. And so we think that's what we should do too. And this, the whole point of this internal reboot is to really get aligned with what you want in this one precious, very short life um and go and do that and make it happen because you're the only one that can and so there are as we wrap up i wanted to leave you with you know maybe you don't have time to spend a whole day rebooting or you don't have time to go on a retreat for three days every week and you're like i'm really struggling um so i wanted to give you i have one two three four five tips of things that I do on a regular basis. And if you come to my office, you'll see <laughs> I have all of these things going all the time. Um, but ways to, to do like a little mini reboot, and they, they don't take very long, maybe, you know, a couple minutes. Um, one for me is candles, I always have a candle going because I believe that brings the light. And um, it was a, a habit I don't know, habit's not the right word, but a ritual that I brought from uh, a lady that is in my women's um, spiritual group at church. And she always lit a candle to bring in the light of God. And so, you know, perhaps you you don't believe in God, you just believe in divinity, but I believe in light and we all have a light within us. So when I have the light on my desk, um, it it reminds me to be aware of my internal light and what I'm um, here to do. I um, usually have incense or sage or something um, that I burn just because I want to clear the energy of the room. Um, And it could be good, bad or indifferent, but that way you're starting with a clean slate. I have crystals. I have so many crystals on my desk. Um, I probably could give James Wedmore a run for his money. But um, I'm sure he doesn't tune into this podcast. So You won't hear that, but I have a lot of crystals on my desk and they all mean different things. And I have a really good friend who got me into crystals. So um, if you have a certain one, there are certain ones that you can put on your desk that um, will um, increase energy and all those different things. So I'm not going to go into that, but you may want to use crystals um, or stones. essential oils is another way you can clear like in the in the winter i definitely use um on guard by um doTERRA because it keeps the germs away that's really why i started it but it has a nice um kind of cinnamony nutmeg smell so it just smells nice too um and then you know apart from the super woo woo stuff here's some other things you can do so um tuning forks if you don't know about tuning forks actually tune your energy and um There's a company that I can link to in the show notes that will give you kind of the ins and outs of that. But if you want, I use tuning forks to align my energy. I learned about those from my uh, massage therapist and polarity healer um, to realign your energy and kind of make sure that your um, chakras are clear and that you're able to function at your highest potential. Um, Breath is a huge one. So if you are struggling and you can't, seem to get out of your funk i highly recommend just stepping away from your computer stepping away from your office and just going and sitting somewhere and taking 10 to 20 deep breaths in through your nose out through your mouth and close your eyes Um, it's going to reset everything your breath is super powerful and when you take the time to intentionally breathe and not do anything else it's going to give you a little reboot Um, So if you just had like a call that was horrific and really a hard conversation to have, give yourself the grace of two minutes to go and sit and do some deep breathing. Um, Another one for me is music. Uh, Depending on the task will depend on what I choose um, to listen to. I listen to a lot of classical. I use a, an app called, Oh my gosh, it's not coming to me. It's called Focus at Will. And so um, that they have multiple things that you can choose to... Uh, listen to but classical pianos when I want it actually tracks your productivity so you can set it to you know if you want it to be for 60 minutes that you want uninterrupted work um, you can set it and it will ding at you when you've met your hour and you'll be surprised because you'll be like oh wow I got a lot done in an hour or you'll be like oh I got nothing done in an hour Uh, one of the two will happen Um, when you're getting used to it uh it's it's a bit challenging because you think you're going to get it. It's a real reality check (laughs) into what you can really get done in an hour. Um, So focus at will is one, but then also, you know, my friend Terry Cardula, who I mentioned earlier, um, I'm going to link to her episode. One of the most powerful things she taught me was, you know, sometimes you just got to have a dance party at your desk because you've got to move your energy Um, sitting at your desk all day. Like I do and, you know, working at the computer, your energy gets stuck because you're sitting, you're not moving. And so if you give yourself, you know, a two minute dance break to your favorite song, whatever that might be, my personal favorite right now is the uh, Greatest Showman soundtrack because it's awesome. Um, But, you know, give yourself a dance party and just move your body and get the energy moving and flowing and you'll be amazed at how quickly you can reboot where you are, your focus um, and where you wanna go. So that's what I've got for you today. This was a little bit longer episode. So thanks for sticking with me till the end. Um, the Power of the Re- Reboot, there is um, a download for this one. And it's going to be the, um, it's, a, it's a quick little cheat sheet, but I'm gonna stick in there the um, affirmations that you can use as well as the chakra alignments. And then a few things that could be out of whack for each chakra. So it's just gonna be a quick little download, but you can find that at elisaconnor.com forward slash 53 download and i'd love for you to go grab that and then i will link to all of the other resources that i mentioned in this episode in the show notes and you can find those at alisaconnor.com forward slash 53. until next week next week we are talking we are jumping back into business and um we're going to talk about your about me page and how to create a compelling about me page that um, people will want to go to and read. And just as a preface to that, that is one of the most visited pages on your website. So we wanna take a minute to address it and make sure that it is driving traffic and increasing conversions for you. So until then, I will see you next week. In the meantime, have a great week and take care just a reminder, don't forget to sign up for my free training to create your irresistible download. Everybody wants a great free download. Why shouldn't you have one too? Grow and build your email list so you can get more clients by joining me on my free training at elisaconnercom forward slash create my freebie. I'll see you soon.